0: This is Andy Thomas from the Masculine Journey podcast, where we discover what it means to be a wholehearted man. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together, we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. <laughs> Welcome to Kingdom Pursuits. This was the first. Never had that situation to happen, but we got some new equipment. We're still getting used to, so that's okay. Um, we will figure it out as we go. But we are loaded for bear today on Kingdom Pursuits. And first up, we have Ton Cortado with uh, the Gospel for Asia. Ton, I hope I got your name right.
1: Sure did, Rob. We appreciate that. Got it right, first time.
0: <laughs> that is so wonderful. And Gospel for Asia, the Truth Network, is partnering with you guys again. I'm so excited about this as we're, we're talking about clean water, which is a real need right now, right?
1: Oh, it, it, incredibly so. I think, uh, you know, it's safe to say that water is, is desperately uh, in need, and even throughout the world right now, I know that uh, it's getting more and more scarce, even in this country. But throughout Asia, and, of course, we're working in Africa now as well, uh, we see a tremendous need for clean water that, uh, literally saves people's lives, prevents diseases like uh, dysentery and all kinds of, you know, bad bugs that little kids get over and over again. And so it's, it's our heart to, uh, just provide clean water to as many people as we can, obviously as quickly as we can. And it's it's amazing how many uh, doors God opens to bring the love of Jesus Christ to a this tangible way to say, hey, Jesus loves you. And here's, here's clean water, you know, so we'll put a Jesus well in a community that has a, an incredible need for clean water and God, God just does all the rest, opens the doors. And so many people embrace the love of Jesus Christ and we're excited to see what God's going to do in the coming years, even in spite of, you know, lockdowns of coronavirus and everything that everybody has gone through in the last couple of years. Uh, it's, it's really amazing that God has still worked Throughout uh, Asia uh, and Africa to see people come to the Lord Jesus Christ and to see their needs met through through gospel for Asia and through other ministries as well. But it's our heart, you know, we were able to provide clean water back in 2020, just in 2020, even during the coronavirus time. You know, we were able to provide clean water to 38 million people. When you think about that; it's amazing to see what, the doors that God has opened. We, we, we want to do so much more. We appreciate. uh the listeners of Truth Network, we, we partner with you guys often for the critter campaign and for clean water, for, for other other efforts, and we're excited that your listeners you know, are making a difference. They are making a difference for the kingdom of God for each other.
0: Yeah, that is so cool. And as always, with Gospel for Asian, if you go to truthnetwork.com, if you're a regular listener of the Truth Network, you know we have this amazing website with all sorts of resources that are unbelievable. But truthnetwork.com has got a wonderful link. We'll take you right to, you know, how to uh, pray for and if the Lord leads to give to the idea here of clean water through the gospel for Asia. So second up today, we have a good friend of mine who uh, has been with us many times. is Michael Austin. He's with the Christian History Institute. Welcome, Michael. Michael, can you hear me? Okay, we got another challenge. (laughs) It's all right. We can call Michael back. We may have lost Michael. Uh, But Michael, being with the Christian History Institute, um, and the idea of history, says, you know, I had to do my riddles if it's Kingdom Pursuit. So speaking of history.
1: Now the fun begins.
0: All right, so it is time to play shenanigans, that's what, <laughs> for those of you who wonder where Robbie got the word, well, when I was a little kid, they had that show on TV, shenanigans, and so, you know, I like to play shenanigans, you know that, Christian, that we do, and so we're going to get to our riddles now, so, <clears throat> speaking of history, how did, Christian, if you ever wonder about this, how did Louis Fourteenth feel after completing the palace at Versailles, what do you think? I have no idea, Robbie. What did he do? He, he felt Baroque. That's what he felt. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, he did. So, Michael, are you with us now? I am with you. All right, we do have Michael with the Christian History Institute as well as Tom Cortado. But we're speaking of history today on my riddles. So, what did, here's your next one. What did Alexander the Great and Kermit, Kermit the Frog have in common michael do you got any idea mm, let me think about that alexander the great and kermit the frog have what in common i don't know too much about duane is looking over here like he knows that their middle name is the same alexander the great and kermit the frog <laughs> <laughs> and you can laugh right. too taunted that's a little funny isn't it it's a little well, I, I,
1: I actually was going
0: to say the same thing, but the same middle name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, how about this one? Yeah, I know you're a history buff, Michael, so you should be able to get this. What was the biggest yeah. hit movie in ancient Greece? You got any ideas on that one? The biggest hit movie in ancient Greece. Christian, you got an idea? Uh, gladiator? <laughs> I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Michael. Troy story. That's what it was. Troy story. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense, doesn't it? I knew it would. Okay. Maybe you can do better with this one. So here we go. Why is England the wettest country in the world? I bet you're wondering. You've probably wondered that for a long time. Why is England the wettest country in the world? Do you know that one, Michael? The
1: wettest country in the world.
0: Yeah, England. Is it because all the rain or the tea? You, you got the one word in there right. That is, the Queen of England has reigned for, thir- for 70 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that is a good one. <laughs> and one last, we're going to go back to the Roman Empire. So here you go, Michael. Another ancient history question. How was the Roman Empire cut in half? Hmm. How was the Roman Empire cut in half? What do you think, Christian? You got any ideas?
1: Like a cake? I don't know.
0: <laughs> ah, by a pair of Caesars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there's some groaning out there somewhere we know, and at the end of those shenanigans, and those were shenanigans today, we actually do have <laughs> a Bible riddle for you to call in and win. It's sort of a Bible riddle, anyway. So if you can get this one, which is, What Kind of Lightning... Did Noah use, excuse me, not lightning. What kind of lighting? What kind of lighting did Noah use on the Ark? 866-348-7884. What kind of lighting did Noah use on the Ark? 866-34-TRUTH. And if you can answer that, Christian, tell them what they'll win. They're going to win one of our fabulous prizes from the Kingdom Pursuit Prize Vault. There you go. All you got to do is call in and tell us. What kind of lighting did Noah use on the ARC? 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. And I enjoyed my shenanigans today. I always do. And thank you both, Michael and Ton, for putting up with that. But it's just something, you know, that we get to do here at Kingdom Pursuits. I'm glad we were up for the test. Oh, yes. Yes, you were, Michael. And I'm glad that you're back with us. And... So, Michael, last night, I was just flipping through different things I could see. And I saw um, on TV, and I saw a special that the Christian History Institute did on C.S. Lewis. It um, It was based on mere Christianity. Were you familiar with that one? Uh, Well, we're going to have to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to find out more from Michael Austin with Christian History Institute and Ton with Gospel for Asia. In the meantime, go to truthnetwork.com and check out what you can do for waters. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And we're so blessed today to have with us Tom Cortado with Gospel for Asia and Michael Austin with the Christian History Institute. And wow, we have all kinds of callers who have some idea about Noah's lighting on his ark, which is amazing. So all those that are calling, please stay on the line because, you know, I want to talk to you. Um, Even if somebody else guesses your answer, I still want to hear from you. So first off, we have Christine is in Durham, North Carolina. Christine, you're on Kingdom Pursuits. Good morning. Good morning. What have you got for us? What kind of lighting did you think Noah had on the ark?
1: I believe that Noah had flood lighting.
0: (laughs) 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 He really did. He really did. And. it's really cool if you ever study the hebrew of the of the big window that he had there there's some indication in those letters that it actually brought forth its own light so that they didn't have to go through all those dark nights <laughs> and the dark storms i don't know what do you think michael was that was that good history <laughs> It's definitely floodlighting. There's no doubt about that. So we're going to get you a book from the Kingdom Pursuits Prize wall. Thanks for calling in, Christine. God bless you. Thank
1: you so much. God bless you guys.
0: All right. Bye-bye. Let's see. We got Scott is in Winston-Salem. Scott, you're on Kingdom Pursuits. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Robbie. Great
0: show. Well, thank you. I'm
1: really, so really, really, really into in weather.
0: There um, you go. <laughs> Andrew's weather forecast are class classic. They really are. You, you don't, you moonlight. Now,
1: no, <laughs> uh, wasn't it uh, a light from a shining bells?
0: That's right. And I like the moonlight idea. He had that, too. That was good, Scott. I like that. We, you deserve something from the Kingdom Pursuits prize ball for that, for that answer. So I appreciate right. it very much. God bless. Thank Didn't you God. love Miss Jay singing? Um on, on Christian Carguy, did you hear her sing?
1: I did. Man. Wasn't that awesome? That was awesome, but I really enjoyed Andrew's weather too. Okay. Very informative. Well, very speaking
0: informative. of Mrs. J, she apparently knows what kind of lighting Noah had too. So we're gonna get to her in a second. God bless All you. Right. Thanks, Scott. I appreciate you calling in. So we got Mrs. J herself on the phone now. Miss J, what did what did you think about Noah's lighting? I want
1: to give it a. Got out
0: and say it was the The son. Oh wow, he had the S O N. Wow, you oh you blew me away. Oh, what a great answer. She had the S O N. Oh man, I wish I thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) He really is the Mister Son. <laughs> but I love this changes <laughs> laugh. Well, you—that's that you—you you deserve a double prize from the prize vault for that answer. That is just out of yeah. this world, literally, literally out of this world. Thank you, Miss Jay. I appreciate so much. You blessed me so much this morning. God bless. Have a great week. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Well, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things about the audience of the Truth Network is the way that they pray. And, and so one of the reasons that actually I'm so delighted to have Ton on with us today is we could be praying for all those who desperately, desperately need water in Africa and the different places where they're getting that. But also my friend Michael Austin with Christian History Institute, part of the reason why I wanted to have him on today is he had called me yesterday and told me about his diagnosis at stage four um, cancer specifically pancreatic cancer. And and so, Michael, um, would it be all right if everybody just pray with you right this second? Would you be willing to let us do that for you? Oh, please. please all right. Thank you. So if everybody listening would just join me because this is a difficult, difficult diagnosis. But, Lord, it's over cancer. We know that. I know that very personally, as Michael knows. And so, Jesus, thank you for Michael. I thank you for his opportunity to partner with you in ministry in so many different ways and i just i just come on his behalf right now lord i know that that you're going to heal him one way or the other but i just pray that you would comfort him that you would give him a song for this season in his life help him to know where where you would have him sing and what you would have him do during these times that you would comfort his family comfort him through this and if it be your will lord that you would heal him in such a way uh, that he would be able to share that testimony with so many, uh, that would give them hope that are also in difficult places. And Lord, I thank you again for his life, and thank you for all those that are are listening right now that are praying with us. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So, Amen. wow. Thank you so much. And so, Michael, you know what? What have you got? What has God got you working on right now?
1: Lots of prayer, I must say that. I have never experienced in my life so many people praying for me, and that has been a a revelation. Excuse me. Um, I am so grateful for the prayer of the saints. The prayer we we learn in the Bible that the prayer of a a righteous one availeth much. And, uh, boy, have I ever experienced that, because people all over the world are praying for me. I'm, a, I'm amazed at how many there are that uh, reach out to me with prayer. Um, and it's, it's changed my prayer life. My prayer has uh, revolved around, Father, um, if you will it, you can heal me. Um, you can take all of this away, nevertheless. I will be done. He has um, encouraged me and shown me that all I want to pray for is for his will, whatever that is. Because, you know what, James, in uh, in his wonderful book, James 1, reminds us that uh, when we are in trial or temptation or uh, stress, uh such as this might uh, occur. Um call uh, you know consider it pure joy. It all joy. Yeah. Treat it all joy. That's, so that's... that that is what has happened. It's given me that joy. And um it is it is so so incredibly wonderful. I'm I'm so encouraged by Tom's message because the current issue of Christian history magazine is on the subject of healing. And he mentioned um, that you know this this is this is the um, message, uh, and this was the method of our Savior from the very beginning. He healed people, he touched people, he entered people's lives. Isn't it wonderful to read the the, the Gospels from that perspective? And oh, this God. is now happening all over the world because ministries are, are bringing healing. And this, this issue actually changed my, my, uh, opinion, if you want to put it that way. Um, my, my orientation to the, uh, the healing gospel, um, ministries around the world. I am so grateful for them. And, um, and, and also for, uh, emphasizing the healing power of our savior, which is what brings most people to him.
0: Oh, you're so right, Michael. And, Tom, um, I know that you've got stories <laughs> that our listeners just love. Can you walk us into an individual story you're familiar with uh, as far as this clean water?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, this is Scotty. And, by the way, Michael, if, if it's it okay, I'm going to uh, add you to our uh, Gospel for Asia and a staff prayer list, and our staff will be praying for healing. Thank and you, my brother, Lord. You. Thank you, Lord. Uh, this is how it happens. Here, this is but, how here. people come to pray for me. Exactly. you. But, uh, uh, you know, yeah, he has one interesting story. Our, our, the head of our medical missions was saying that, uh, he went to one area of India and it was very dry, very arid, uh, um, you know, just really hot. And he, there was a, our, our GFA worker there, our pastor, was, was known in the community. He would go, you know, around and just ask people how, how can he pray for them? And, you know, what needs do they have? And, and, you know, would they like to come to the church and all that? And, uh, he went, he was, you know, obviously parched. And he went to the local well, which was didn't, didn't really have clean water. And, uh, he went there, and there was a woman getting water for her family, and he, he always, he said what he always does, how can I pray for you? And he said, you know, my son is, is always sick. And the doctors have said it's because he doesn't have any clean water. And if there's clean water, that'll heal And, so he prayed for her, prayed for her son, obviously, and went back to his church. And they started praying, and and through that that, uh, that fellowship, we were able to put a Jesus well in that community. And now, you know, the, the woman and her son are both, you know, followers of Jesus Christ. And the child is, is healthy because he has access to clean water. And it's just, you know, it goes on and on. And we see this so many times that is just a, 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 the smallest thing. You know, people can give. It, it takes $5 to uh, provide enough clean water for a family of four for 20 years through a Jesus well. And so it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's our privilege to bring that, that kind of healing power to these communities. It's about You know, Jesus well serves a community of about 300. And those things just last and last and last. And obviously, what also happens is our our, our workers will stand there with the Word of God next to the Jesus well and say, here's Here's clean water that's temporary, but let me share with you the clean water, the water of Jesus Christ, the water
0: of life. Oh, I, I, I have heard of some of the unbelievable horror of what's going on in India with COVID. And can you imagine how horrible, I mean, literally, I, I have a friend that was part of a group of 400 pastors in, in India, and they're down to 20 from 400. And the clean water has got so much to do with what's going on that. So again, you go to truthnetwork.com, there you can find out more about you to see the clean water. And wow, $1,400 will will actually drill one of these wells. or if you got $140, obviously you're 10% of the way there. It's all there at truthnetwork.com. When we come back. we got more with Michael Austin, Christian History Institute, and Tom Cortado. You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your... And uses it to build the kingdom. And we're so blessed to have with us today Michael Austin with Christian History Institute and Tom Cortado with Gospel for Asia. Uh, They are digging wells out there in desperately needed places when there's so much going on in the world. What an opportunity we have to partner with them here at the Truth Network and allow it here at truthnetwork.com where you can just take part. Like you said, $5. Just how many days did you say Tawn, it provides uh, it
1: it'll be it'll five dollars will, will provide uh, enough clean water for a family of four for about twenty years as long as that's been that's
0: amazing, so wow you you know you can really <laughs> make a dollar which only buy a loaf of bread i mean four dollars buy a loaf of bread these days, so five dollars you know you could you can buy water for all those years for a family of four it's it's amazing. And it's interesting. I, I was interviewing a gentleman in Afghanistan yesterday, um, and they were talking about all the millions of refugees that they have over there. I'm sure you guys are involved with the Gospel of Asia. And and how, you know, literally for like $40, you can feed that whole family for an entire month over there.
1: Oh, so, goodness. Yeah, during the COVID uh, lockdown, we were able to buy enough food for a whole month. God gives
0: us Yeah, and so it's so neat how God moves in and and provides these things, and one of the ways he does that is through our prayers and, and our calling out, and so I'm wondering if you got another story for, I love these stories, Tom, have you got another story along the waterline?
1: Well, yeah, it's, it's amazing what, what God does, you know, many times uh, it, there's there's families who can't send their kids to school because the children are, you know, constantly sick because of, of, of dirty water. And there was, there was this opportunity that, uh, again, our medical missions went into, uh, a small communities way up north in Asia. And, uh, what, what they do is they go in and they, they try to, you know, find out what are the needs of the community and then they have doctors with them and all of that. And he, he went in, our leader went in and, and looked at their source of water and said, you know, where do you get your drinking water? And they pointed to this, this you know, large pond <clears throat> that was fairly, you know, fairly deep, and they had water buffalo standing in there, <laughs> and all that other stuff. And he says, "That's your, that's your drinking water." He says, "Yeah, we get that to drink, we do that to clean. We also fish in there." And he goes, "Well, where do you go, you know, to toilet?" He goes, "Well, you see that log? Oh, we're at the right side. On that side, we go to the toilet, but on the other side, we don't because we don't want to get, you know, contaminated." And they just didn't know. So, you know, he, he did some, 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 obviously some sanitary training, but we were able to go in and, and do several wells and provide water filters, biosent water filters as well. Just, just to, just to, you know, to educate folks on, on how they can keep their families healthy and strong and kids can go to school, which means the parents can work. It literally transforms the community to have clean water. And when we, when we know that throughout the world, you know, whatever the, the numbers are, you know, are, are broad, but conservatively, every 23 seconds, a child dies of a waterborne disease somewhere in the world, and we can prevent that, and, and that's our heart. And, of course, it's Jesus Christ, what you do to the least of these you've done for me, and we, we just want to go out and give people the opportunity to say, I want to be Jesus' feet and hands and, and tears and touch the lives of those who are so desperately in need of God's love.
0: Yeah, and I think about how needed to be to be in heaven someday, and and this child or this person walks up and says, you know that well, that that well you dug, you know it made a difference um, in getting me living water, right? Because it, it opened up the door for that family, and when that happens, it reaches generation after generation after generation after generation, just like our generations, right, Michael? Yeah. <laughs> and history proves all that out, doesn't it? So I'm so always so thankful for the Christian History Institute and what you guys do.
1: Well, you know, in, when it comes to water, um, I have to happen to live in a RV. So wherever I go, I have to pay attention to the water supply. And uh, Tom is doing that, um, helping people all over the world do that. But we have these water issues right here at home. And, um, it, it's very critical. I, I just, uh, you know, thank you, Tom, for what you are doing and the incredible, you know, as a young person, I spent a lot of time in India. I actually followed a Indian guru mm-hmm. and, um, the well, <clears throat> the well and the water was, was so important. We, uh, you know, we lived in a dirt village, uh, what, what would we call the dirt, <laughs> dirt village. There were no, um, um you know macadam roads and um out out in the wilderness really in a what what is what is called an ashram or a monastery and um water was absolutely critical uh i learned there um you know the the impact on people's lives that you are describing and explaining and of course in india if if anybody visits india there they're in, uh, like, likely to get dysentery, uh, and that's going to be from, uh, poor water quality. And, and that's just the reality even today. So <clears throat> water is so critical. And of course, uh, there's so many wonderful, incredible, um, uh, e- examples of how water is uh, described in the Bible, um, as the source of life and and uh, Jesus being the living water he's he's the living uh bread um uh, our our father in heaven uh, give us give us uh each day our daily bread um that that daily bread is our our savior and uh and the water he said i am the living bread and i am the living water so He is his life, and what a what an extraordinary way to reach people um, with the with the gospel. Uh, What better way than through the vehicle of of, and the importance of water in our lives?
0: Yeah, it's it's even from Miriam's well day. (laughs) You know, he or or when Moses threw the tree in the water. So you know, it's 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 spectacular. And, and what are some of the neat things that, from your standpoint, Tom, that, that you're seeing at, at Gospel for Asia right now?
1: Well, it's exciting to see what God is continuing to do, we're continuing to grow, we're continuing to see uh, fellowships started all over Asia and now, of course, again in Africa. And we're able to do hospitals. You know, even though COVID has, has struck so so badly, as Michael would know, in India, it, it has set back India maybe 10 years. That's what some people say, as far as you know uh, progress goes. And we've been able to go door-to-door and provide food, clean water, PPE. And we gave away over 1 million masks just, just in 2020. And we were able to feed people as they were walking back from the big cities. That, uh, you know, they, they can't work anymore. Day laborers can't work. Had to go back to their villages. They had no food. They had no clean water. And we were able to set up, you know, kitchens along the road and just, just feed them and just give them clean water and pray for them and, and allow God to work in their lives. So, yeah, it's exciting to see, you know, what God is doing in spite of what the enemy means for evil so many times. God, you know, finds a way and changes lives. Yeah. And the cycle knows it know there's such a desperate need there and I, I appreciate Michael also you know that your testimony of what it's like been there, uh, having been there and realizing now that uh, you know uh, they need the love of Christ yeah,
0: and it's it's wonderful to know you know both you Michael and ton to put a face with this because you know we know that there's this horrible need like yesterday when I was sitting there with that man who literally lives in Afghanistan and and I could see the look in his eyes and you got a whole different sense of these people that are in desperate need. When you see somebody who was just with them yesterday Um, and, and this stuff is real and our prayers are so desperately needed and our, our resources are so desperately needed. And, and you know, whatever way that God puts it on our, our, to help. Again, all you have to do is go to KingdomPursuits.com or excuse me, go to TruthNetwork.com it's, it's there. Truth Network is the link there to clean water. You'll see it, obviously, with Gospel for Asia. Click on that and see how what Lord would have you do along those lines. We'll be right back with a little bit more from Michael Austin and Tom Cortado with Gospel for Asia and Michael's with Christian History Institute. I love those guys. You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom and how fun we're. I just love doing the show with my friends. We got Michael Austin with the Christian History Institute and Ton Cortado with Gospel for Asia. And you know, these every day a new challenge comes on all of us. And I often think, you know, how we have an opportunity to share our blessings. And, and as we do, we kind of get our minds off ourselves and on to God. You know, however that works, because I know Michael. Monday morning, you you got an awful chemotherapy treatment coming your way, don't you? <laughs>
1: well, I do. Not this Monday, but the following. And, uh, you know, it, it's very interesting. After each one of these treatments, of course, they're pushing a whole lot of poison through my system. Um, it it wipes me out. And uh, you know what they tell me to do? Drink more water. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, because what, what happens when... Uh, uh, you have toxins inside the body, and of course they're putting these things into me chemo on purpose um the way to process that the way to recover from that because the whole body is affected by that they're they're going they're tra- trying to target uh you know cancer cells, but in doing so they're tar- they're they're introducing this to my whole body, so the whole body's getting racked with these poisons and um this is this is how important water is because all you can do. Is flush your system with more water. I can't tell you how many situations come up when, when you're ill, um, and, and and you're looking for help. The, the solution is more water.
0: And and I think it that's a great segue into something I wanted to bring up. For those who don't know, you know, as Michael used to f- follow the ashram and the, and the. And those people in India, the living water came and saved him, just like Robbie used to follow the people in Scientology, and the living water came and you know said to follow him. And so it's kind of amazing. I've always thought my friend Michael and I, we both came out of some really weird <laughs> places in order to get to, to be where we are. But, Michael, isn't that cool?
1: Praise the Lord for, for water. And also praise the Lord for prayer. Now, we've talked a little bit about a prayer, and I want to share something that I've I've recently discovered. And this is in, as as you might imagine, in my situation, I have been studying uh, Revelation uh, daily. And I discovered um, Revelation 5, 8. In that verse, um, our Heavenly Father uh, on his throne is surrounded by four creatures. And those creatures are each holding a harp the golden bowls filled with incense, which are the prayers of the righteous ones. Uh, Get a hold of this picture. Um, Our our, our Heavenly Father, creator of heaven and earth, is collecting our prayers in golden bowls of incense. So I want people to know that their prayers are being collected by our Father. He's not forgetting these prayers. He knows all of the prayers that we have spoken' uh, because they are in these golden bowls um revelation five eight so i i you know so appreciative of prayer and um and the power of prayer and of course the um uh what we pray for is our our father's will um uh, but but know that you you have mentioned uh, on a couple of occasions that someone in heaven is going to show up and say, you know, I I really appreciated what you did um, in uh, supplying us with water. I appreciate what you did in in praying for us. Um, Our Father never forgets any of these things that we do uh, for one another. Um, We are uh, enjoying slices and glimpses of the kingdom when we uh, pray for one another and when we provide. Living bread and living water.
0: That's beautiful, well, Taun. I just got a couple minutes left. I want to make sure you got said anything that you wanted to get said on today's uh, show.
1: I really appreciate what Michael had to say. It's, you know, uh, prayer is the, is the lifeblood of our ministry. You know, we started with mm-hmm. prayer. We pray daily in our office. We we have uh, all night prayer meetings. We have all. We take a every quarter. We take a Friday, and it's a day of prayer and fasting. And you know as as Michael said, we know that you know everything moves on prayer, everything moves on our knees, and we can divide and do all all of this stuff, but uh, as a as a ministry, our heart and our passion is is to is, to seek the Lord in prayer, seek the Lord for His guidance and wisdom. And I just appreciate what Michael's saying yeah, the prayers are being collected. And and who knows, you know, when we get to heaven, it's going to be amazing. And we we together can toss our crowns before Him because He deserves it all. And I just wanted to say, make a comment. I know you, you guys came from different backgrounds. I I grew up at Jehovah's Witness. Oh wow! You know, and, and I came to know the Lord. <laughs> it's amazing how God just reaches down and touches our lives. But yet, yeah, yeah, it, mm. it's it, it, it's such a blessing, and and you know. Today is a day of work, and, and we don't know when night's coming. The Lord certainly does. But uh, now is the time to make a difference in the lives of so many precious people. And, and prayer is the most powerful thing you can do. We say, you know, whatever you can do, pray.
0: Well, thank you both. Wow, I've I, I ever to laugh about that all my way <laughs> a Jehovah's Witness, a Scientologist, and uh, uh, what would you call yourself, Michael?
1: Hindu, uh, Hindu. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What a great Christian show we had <laughs> Thank you, um, uh, thank yourself, you guys goodness. God bless And wow thank you for listening to the Truth Network today And again go to Truthnetwork.com to share what you can Even your prayers for Michael And Gospel for Asia by all means And now stay tuned You got so much truth coming at you Encouraging prayer followed by the masculine journey So much truth on the Truth Network